Howdy folks, I want to welcome you to another episode of Life Around the Fire. My name is David Hutari and I'll be your host today. We are a podcast that is devoted to spiritual growth. And when I'm talking about spiritual growth, what I mean by that is our growth in relationship with God and in our relationships with one another. It's really hard, in fact it's impossible to separate the two. A person saying, like, okay, you know, I, I mean, I'm, I, I like God. I'm, 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 I love God, but it's people I can't stand. <laughs> it's really not, it's not true. Or someone saying, oh yeah, I, 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 I love everybody, but God, that God thing, nah. That's not love. It's called love, but it's not love. The two are connected. God in our relationship with one another and the love dynamic and the growth factor, they go hand in hand. And so first comes God, then comes the relationship with people, but they're connected. This podcast is devoted to help us grow spiritually in those areas. And so, today, we're going to be looking at this one particular word. It is a prefix called co, C-O. And the other day, a friend and I were talking, and we were just going back and forth on a variety of things, and stumbled onto this word co, like cooperate. And it's a thing where... It really caught our attention in a unique way, like cooperate, co-operate, right? Together, joint together, things that are joined together. And so today we're going to be focusing in on that, but I want to back up a little bit and just say, as I prepared this podcast today, I was thinking, you know, I, I put myself in the spot of someone listening, saying, why in the world do I want to listen to a podcast about spiritual growth? You know? And, uh, well, there's a variety of things, variety of reasons. One, you don't got anything better to do. Uh, second, maybe someone told you about this. Or third, you want to grow in your life spiritually. And so you've heard about this and you, you uh, want to kind of check things out. Or again, maybe more, you've been following things and say, you know what, I'm, I'm connecting and I find myself in some areas of my life growing. 
the reason why I'm doing this and why I'm encouraging people to listen is because I'm not doing this alone, right? Not only are other people involved, but God is involved in this. In fact, the genesis, the beginning of this particular podcast came as an idea that was placed in my heart by the Holy Spirit. Bold statement, but true. And so I'm not doing this podcast alone. There are times, well, excuse me, there are times while I'm sharing things that I can literally sense that the Holy Spirit is flowing right along with what's being said and injecting thoughts and presenting them in ways where other people are able to receive them and benefit from them. And it's actually God using me to touch people's lives. A little sidebar, he loves doing that. He loves doing that with me. He loves doing that with you. That's part of our co-mission. And so today we're looking at the word co, and the reason that you should be listening to this is because <laughs> on my end, the main reason is because I'm not doing this podcast alone, okay? And so it's my desire to be useful and to be in co-mission with God. And so in looking at this word co, you know, there's an understanding that it comes typically before another word. Once again, co-operate, co-mission, co-worker. That whole element of it being connected with, but there's a portion of this understanding of connectedness that I want to really dial up a little bit more. And it's the connectedness in regard to our spiritual life with God and our connectedness with one another is intended to be more than just us putting things together and them being basically held together by a little bit of glue, so to speak. You know, the connectedness that is being emphasized in this podcast and in my life and in the scriptures is a connectedness that comes by being welded, by being bonded, by being literally fused together with. So in the area of cooperate, Jesus's words are so powerful when he says, take my yoke upon you or take my connectedness together the yoke, connect together with me and things will take place in a powerful fashion. Co-mission. Jesus saying, go, I will never leave you. I'm going to be with you. Co-worker. I will send you another one, a comforter. He's going to speak about me, and he's going to teach you all these things, a co-worker, the Holy Spirit. Cooperate, operating with Jesus. Co-mission, going out in the world with the Holy Spirit. Co-worker, 
working together with the Father, with God. <laughs> There's a little, a little side note on that one, man. I'm putting together this new particular uh, entrepreneurial work called uh, Creative Designs and Woodworking. And it's all about putting together various projects, uh, nice wooden boxes, wooden keys, wooden locks, birdhouse, unique things, birdhouses, and also concrete designs and some various other plans, floor plans, garden plans. Really cool, man. And so in developing this particular company, I was praying about it, you know, and uniquely enough, the Father, my Father, our Heavenly Father, really spoke to me and said, David, I, I, I love doing these things. I would love to do them together with you. <laughs> I'm like, God, we're talking about God, God, not just a good guy next door, but the creator of the universe. Does that sound presumptuous? To some people that might. It might sound even sacrilegious. To me, that's an invitation into life, man. Co-worker? I get to work with my Heavenly Father? Co-mission? I get to go on missions? I get to go outside of the bounds of my own house, my own country at times, and go with Jesus? cooperate. I get to operate in things together with the Holy Spirit. He is abiding with me. There's a joint effort going on. These are powerful things, man. And that is the thing that we are called into, this co-bonded, joined, welded together. And you know I'm going to have to do the flip side of things, right? Just a moment. On the other side of the coin of co, there's a word called co-dependency. An old friend of mine, Melody Beattie, became very well-known, still very well-known, as being one of the pioneers in the area of self-help pertaining to codependency. When I say self-help, I mean self-improvement, Improving oneself, a dependency on God, but taking responsibility and working on things and codependency, huge, huge, huge area of study and experience in life for her. And so in speaking with her one day, we were talking about it and it kind of boiled down to this, you know, I said, now, what, what, what is codependency? I mean, it's kind of a buzzword. It can sound like a real buzzword, right? Codependency. Almost, uh, you know, almost a, a thing to say, you know, uh, a, a trendy type uh, thing, you know, yeah, I'm dealing with codependency. And it can sound very therapeutic, and and it is. But what, I mean, what is it, man? Codependency. Well, in essence, it's being dependent, bonded to someone else's sickness and becoming sick yourself. 
someone else's stuff that's negative and having it bonded to your life and it begins to not only suck you in, but take over your life. Co-dependency. Someone's dependent on drugs and alcohol. And a person can become so wrapped up in trying to help those individuals or that person that they become sick themselves. Maybe not using drugs and alcohol, but the behavior of it begins to filter in and the mindset begins to take over. And over a course of time, a person can become co-dependent. And that is the flip side to being bonded to another power other than God. To be in cooperation with God is far different than being co-dependent on someone else. God is not going to make us sick or cause us to do things that are damaging to ourselves and other people. Dependency on things that are related to sexual abuse, drug abuse, gambling, lying, stealing. Come on, man. The list goes on, right? Things that a person is dependent upon, whether you're public about them or secret about them, they've taken over your life. And oftentimes a person that has that issue begins to draw other people in. And it's like that sinking person taking people under. They'll grab at anyone and anything just to try to get up above their problems. Now, we're not going to be dealing with the issue of codependency today. And so that's a person, that happens to be you, and you are in that spot, and you are dragging people underneath. Please. Stop. And the beginning point is ask, really sincerely ask God for help. He will. As simple as that sounds, saying, God, help. He might not even say, God, I don't even know if you're real, but God help. I mean, if someone came up to me and said, David, I don't know if you're even able to. I don't even know who you are, but could you please help me? And I was able to. I would. And that's me. Let alone God. And so, help. But if you are a person who is co dependent there today i'm telling you the help that's available will help break that bondage and once again the first step in that is to say god i need your help i need help in the area of being dependent upon this person and these things i can't stop it myself i'm powerless i don't have power i, I lost my power it's taken my life over. God will help you. How? 
the ways are far too varied, far too many for me to try on a podcast to describe them at this moment. We're going to be covering the issue of codependency again in the future, but the help that's available begins by saying, God, help. I mean, that's all of us. That's each and every one of us. When we're in a situation that is over our head or we're approaching something that is significant, God, help. Now, for those of us who know God, we can approach it in a little bit of a different fashion. We know that there is help. And so there's an attitude of coming with confidence and with thankfulness. But don't let the fact that you're not confident or thankful stop you from asking for help. Asking help from people is that's good, but that's the second step, as it were. First step is God. So, the element of co, the positive side is we are given the opportunity and the privilege to join with God and he draws us into that and empowers us to fulfill that by his spirit. That's amazing. We cooperate with the God of the universe. We co-work with the God of the universe. We are in a mission together with the God of the universe. The God of gods, the almighty God, loves us, cares for us, is not indifferent, and is not just a being that is some sort of power source and energy source. The reality of the attributes of God are so astounding. And he, God, invites us to be welded together, to be fused together with him and he with us so that we can accomplish these things in life together. The reality being we are co-heirs with Christ. And the powerful good news is that Jesus Christ, when he lived on earth, lived a sinless life, which enabled him to become an offering of sin on our behalf. He was the pure, spotless lamb that was to take our place for the remission of sin, not just the notion that sin will be somehow no longer held against us, but it's going to be removed from our record. It's going to be removed from us. The remittance, the removal of sin. And his resurrection as a result calls us to a place where we no longer are when we die, just going to die. We're going to be resurrected into a new life, beyond this life. And when he ascended, he ascended 
onto the highest high, the heights. That is our place seated with him. We're called to be co-heirs with him. Amazing. In essence, we died. We rose again and we ascended already with Jesus. It's experientially now unfolding. (laughs) We have died We have been buried, we've been risen, and we've ascended on high with Jesus. We're in the process of experiencing that for those who believe in him. There's a cool story about a gentleman by the name of Kifa Simpongi. Kifa Simpongi was a pastor in Uganda during the reign of Idi Amin. It was a reign of terror. Idi Amin was a brutal dictator. And he had henchmen, hitmen, that would go all over the country and terrorize people because his rulership, the way he controlled people was through fear. And so if someone didn't particularly fall in line with Edie or he had a paranoia about them, he would send men out and they would beat these people up with ball-peen hammers many times, right? And so... Word came out that this gentleman, Kifa Simpange, and his church were a threat to Idi Amin and what was going on in the particular part of Uganda. And so these henchmen showed up after a service one day, and they were assigned to kill Kifa Simpange, the pastor. And Kifa saw them, and they came into his office after a service and informed him that they were there to basically kill him. And he looked at them. And he said, oh, you really can't kill me because I've been crucified with Christ. Therefore, I'm dead. What you can do is you can send me home, but you can't kill me. I've been risen with the Lord. Powerful. These men didn't know what to do with it. Literally, they took their ball-peen hammers and they dropped them on the floor and they looked at Kifa and said, where is that coming? How how can you say these things? And Kifa Simpangi was able to lead them from that point, that day, right there, and introduce them to the God that he was serving and it changed the lives of these men. They never went back to Idi Amin. What's the point of that? The point is that we have been crucified with Christ, but we live for those of us who believe in him, and we are co-heirs with him, co. We are bonded together with him. We are seated with him right now in heavenly places, even though our feet are here currently on earth. We're in the process of going to our complete place of destination, powerful, 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 powerful. And in the process, we are co-missioning, co-operating, and co-working with God. We're not alone. He's not left us to be just wandering around here trying to figure it out. 
we have a bonding, a fusion to God that's available to us through Jesus Christ. That is good news, man. That's the kingdom of God. We are called to be citizens. We're given the privilege to being translated from the realm of sin and death into the kingdom of God, the eternal life, the eternal abode and dwelling of God and his hosts. That is our calling. And eternity begins now. co-heirs, no longer co-dependent, no longer co-conspirators, we are co-heirs with Christ. (sighs) Let's pray. Father, thank you, God, that through the blood of Jesus Christ, you've cleansed us so that we can be joined together, fused together with you, that your spirit is in us. Thank you for giving us the ability to turn from the direction that we were going into a place where we can seek your face. God, help us cooperate with you. Help us in the commissioning. Help us in co-working to yield, to comply with what you're doing, to be molded into your image. To maintain who we are, but to be molded into your image, your likeness, your attributes that come through us, Father. I want more than anything to have Jesus be recognized in my life. That when people see me, they see Jesus. They see you, Father. They see you, Holy Spirit. They see God. Help us be that people, Lord, and thank you for it. And I stand here praying like Jesus prayed. In his name, amen. All right, folks. I love you. If you have any questions, thoughts, concerns, please drop us a line at lifearoundthefire at gmail.com. That is, again, lifearoundthefire, all lowercase, all one word, lifearoundthefire at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. We'll get back in touch with you. In the meantime... Have a great day. Bye.